Son of a gun, damn it. Crap, crap, crap. <laughs> Welcome to Comical Podcast. Hell yeah! I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Hello, everybody. This is Mickey. I'm in here for Horsticles today. Get that rat out of here. It's Miguel Garza. How you doing? What's up, Horsticles? Oh, you know it, man. Which which personality we got today? Please, please, sleaze. What's going on? <laughs> it's a little cleaze, but some sleaze coming out later, and I don't know who the hell this please is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you know. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got my lovely wife, Heather, with us today. What's up? She's feeling a little bit better and uh, is on the show. Yep, I'm hanging in there. I know everybody missed her last week. Yeah, it was tough, but hey, got to go through it. Yep. Everybody got to get probed. Yep. <laughs> Not here. Whoa. <laughs> well, let's talk some comics. Let's talk some damn comics. So uh, this week was a great week. There was 35 books we read, I think, and it was incredibly difficult to find a top two. This thing is turning into a job. Can I get paid? Keep saying that. But I know. It's the best job in the world, man. Getting paid to sit there and read comics. <laughs> I ain't getting paid. Well, you know, you read them at our regular jobs. <laughs> Don't be passing that crap along. <laughs> we got regular listeners from there. Yeah. Have you forgotten? <laughs> I think they know what's going on. We read them at lunchtime. <laughs> there you go. I think they know what's going on. No, they don't know that. <laughs> Keep on the down low, low. Okay, so what were your top two books this week, Miguel? Well, you know, uh, I went with some of the favorites and some of the classics that I like. Uh, you know, they really touched me because they moved the story along, and it was pretty good. My number two was Rat Queen's number seven. You know I love this book. I love the four ladies, the two of my favorite characters, so the dwarf, uh, and, of course, the girl that grows the beard. And they push the story further. You see more stuff. You see background of the one lady, uh, and then... You see some stuff you didn't need to see. <laughs> there is some dong in this issue, which, you know. It's not necessary. I know you enjoy it. No, I did not. <laughs> well, horse to, horse to Please might have enjoyed it. <laughs> Again, we don't know who the hell that guy is. <laughs> horse to Please surely did. No, it did not. No, it was a great issue of Rat Queens. Uh, story moved along, like you said. You learn a little bit more about the sorceress who has the Cthulhuanic kind of <laughs> deity they worship. Her brother's there. They're talking more about her past. It was kind of cool, kind of interesting. Uh, you got to see some of the hallucinations from the little girl, which is always kind of fun. You got to see the redhead being the redhead, and then there was the messed up scene with the captain of the guard guy, stripped naked and tied to a cross. Yeah, because that one guy, <laughs> the evil guy, is now channeling like the evil demons and stuff. And Yeah, and you kind of find out a little bit of backstory about the bad guy, too. So, Rackweeds is definitely progressing, and it's an excellent issue. Yeah, but it's funny, because she's sitting there like, no, the little girl's nomming on the redhead, like, nom, nom, not eating her head, like, she goes like, well, you're cut off. <laughs> That's like the greatest scene ever. Yeah, Rat Queens is very good. It didn't quite make my top two, but it was definitely in my top ten. Uh, what was your number one? <laughs> my number one book's all about the horse. You know it is. Always about the horse, so you should know by that what it is. Is anybody surprised? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Translucent number four. Yeah, it was it was just amazing. We now know who the good guy is. Yeah, that was excellent. It was it was nice to finally have a clue what the hell is going on and know which of the two characters is the good guy. And then we had the what the hell moment at the end, which was really fucked up. Yeah, it was. I was trying not to say the f word. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep it clean. Well, it was definitely a what the fuck moment because it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was. And it's just like I'm stunned. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! Of course, there was no horse in this one, but it was okay because, like I said, it pushed the story along more. 
Well, there was a couple scenes with the horse. There's a scene where he's in prison and he murders the guy and then just wipes his hands on the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tattoo, but but it, it didn't focus. It on wasn't mostly on him. No, it was this was the first issue that really kind of focused on the navigator, who's the hero of the story. Uh, the book was actually my number one as well. I really loved it. I, I think Claudio Sanchez and, and Chani are doing such an amazing job with this series. It's probably the best series he's written. Uh, best miniseries he's written. I, I just I love it. I really do hate the fact it's a miniseries. This is the kind of book I think it could go on for a lot longer. They can you probably say take that a, about every book? Not really. Yeah. There's only a few. Some that I don't really want. Some that should be cut off after every book one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> what? Batman Eternal? No, you just said <laughs> earlier today. Batman Eternal. This book was good. I, I actually, it's, got, it's gotten better. I actually gave it half a dong. You gave it two. I didn't give it two. Oh, you gave one and a half up. I gave it half down. I gave it three, three quarters. <laughs> three quarters. Nice. So what are we in between now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but Translucent Format, girl, that's a great book. I, I really do enjoy it. And the cover was really kind of cool, too. Yeah, there's so many things I liked about, about that book. Uh, it was my number one, like I said. My number two was uh, Wicked and Divine number two. I have questions about you now. <laughs> well, no, it's it's a fantastic series. I mean, we, it was my number one last time it, one it made out. my book of the week or it was number one. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. yeah, the book is good. Don't get me wrong. I really do like Wigan and Divine. It's like we talked about the, they had a what the hell moment at the end too, but I didn't know who the hell that was. Yeah. You obviously being the dark lord that you are knew who it was. <laughs> I had no clue. Baphomet shows up, who's one of the 13 reincarnated deities. And, you know, if you know anything about deities in real mm-hmm. life, uh, you'll know Baphomet's a pretty evil dude. <laughs> Sounds like Bathmat when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's badass. <laughs> The fucking some, bath mat. Take, <laughs> some, take some bath sauce and <laughs> <laughs> bite your ear off. He's giving people bath salts and turn them into cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> Baphomet is a pretty evil dude. Uh, like how can you get any evil? <laughs> nice. How can you get any eviler than the devil himself? Uh, you can't really. I mean, definitely Lucifer is the the most evil being in existence. As, but he's a girl, right? In this story, it's it's a female. But Baphomet is one of Satan's lieutenants, supposedly. I enjoy it. It's just like, I just don't know enough stuff like you do. If you notice, in the little circle, the mm-hmm. 13, there's a couple of spots that are still open, so we don't know who they are. Right, they're revealing them. And some of them are supposed to be angels, angelic kind of figures, and some of them are supposed to be demonic kind of figures. So I'm assuming that's where the divine comes in. Right. I mean, you're going to see both halves of the 13. Maybe some Michael. I'm, I'm guessing. I mean... Some Gabriel. We don't know for sure until it happens, but it's a really cool book. And Metatron. I definitely, definitely recommend picking it up. Not Megatron, Metatron. <laughs> no, it's it's a good book. Don't get me wrong. That's, so that was your number two, huh? That was my number two. Very good. Okay, so you want to talk about the pick of the week? Yeah, what was your pick of the week? <laughs> you, I thought you were going to laugh at me when I bought this book, and I remember telling you I was going to pick it up. You, you were like, you're going to pick it up? Yeah, I'm going to pick it up. My pick of the week was Robin Rises Omega. Um, the one shot, obviously. So good. I mean, Batman teams up with Ra's al Ghul. They take on Dark Side's people in the middle of freaking Himalayas. Uh, Frankenstein is there too. It's a serious ass whooping contest. Batman is pulling no punches because Batman is pissed because you're trying to take his son because he has a shard of this so-called sword that they're looking for and the other half is in the coffin. And it just just gets crazy. And then the freaking some of the Justice League shows up and then Batman punches a few of them in the face. Like what the hell? Kick some ass, Batman! It was a really good book. DC's been letting me down for a while now, but I, I really enjoyed this. You know, it was Batman at his best fighting against one of Darkseid's lieutenants. Ra's al Ghul's there. They team up. His whole army fights at their back. Uh, you got the demons from Apocalypse there basically trying to steal the coffin of Damien because they're they're taking Damien and Talia back to Ra's al Ghul's camp. I think he was just looking to put him to rest. Yeah. Um, he didn't want him, you know, reincarnated. But uh, I think that was the reason why Batman was there. But, yeah, it just got crazy. Got crazy. I mean, it's, uh, you see Batman telling the whole story about how he met him, how he went through, how they progressed. And at the end, which we didn't know this, but he wrote him, he wrote Batman, he wrote his father a letter. 
basically saying, you know, my wife, my mother may have gave me life, but you taught me how to live. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. That was, it was one of those heartstrings moments. Sometimes Batman gets you with. Yeah, you know, you know, Batman. <laughs> you know, Batman's Batman. Yeah. You know? And I really liked it, and that's why it was my pick of the week. What was yours? Uh, my pick of the week was a new IDW book called Squitter. Oh yeah. Uh, it's about these giant squid gods that somehow, that come up, come to Earth and basically wipe out humanity. There's small pockets of humanity surviving, and there's a war that happened. I mean, this the story takes place way after the war, but there's this one guy who was a specially bred, specially created guy who was to fight the squids, mm-hmm. and. There's like this gangland lord who sends all his minions to go and try to capture this guy and bring him back to help him with something. I'm not a gang lord. (laughs) (laughs) I don't send my minions off to do bad things. But it it doesn't work out for them, obviously, because he's a total badass and he just kills like 50 guys like it's nothing. Yeah, I know, right? That was pretty freaking cool. And then at the end, they basically beg him to come back with them because they have a job for him. And he goes and you kind of get to see some of his backstory. You kind of get to see how the apocalypse has affected people. It's just a really cool book and it's written and drawn by Ben Templesmith who is the guy who did the artwork for 10 grand, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really, really like it. It would have been in my pick of the week. I mean, I just liked the other book a little bit more. It was really good. I enjoyed it too. It was just some old dude, just like super badass. (laughs) And it's like, holy crap. Because remember, he's going to go save one of those priestesses people who sacrifice people to the squid. So he hates those people. Right. So it's going to be an interesting twist to see what goes down. It's it's another miniseries, which I know. Son of a... Damn it! But at, least, at least ten grand is not a mini series. Thank goodness. It looks like it's going to be a really good one. So I'm excited <sighs> to see what happens in issue two. You're killing me. I mean, even though Robin Robin rises, you told me the other day that was just a one shotter, and it's going to go in Batman and Robin. So I got to follow that to finish the story. But man, they're <laughs> killing me with these with these mini stories things, man. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, I know early today you were like, man, there's so many good books, so many good books, so many books. And you're like, we got to mention them more than just, you know, just the three this time. Because this this is one week that we actually probably need to go out there and say, hey, people, if you get a chance, you pick these up. So I'll give you the four. Your honorable mentions are? Yeah, this this is a rare week where there was just book after book that was amazing. And it was really hard for me to pick. Uh, I did have a couple honor, honorable mentions, three of them, actually. Uh, the first one is Miss Marvel. Oh. Which we've mentioned before several times. It's an excellent Marvel book. It follows Kamala Khan, who's a young Pakistani girl who gets affected with power. Somehow she gains powers. We don't really know if she's an inhuman or if she's a mutant. They haven't explained all that yet. But It was the Terrigen Mist. Well, it happened around the same time as the Terrigen Mist, but she never got cocooned, so you don't really know. Oh, that's right. And, and basically she can control her size and her weight and everything. She can get, basically metamorph herself into whatever she wants to. And she heals. And she heals super fast. So in this issue, she's basically fighting against the robot scientist guy who's been <laughs> a problem for her for a few issues now. And he's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a bird, which is just kind of kooky and weird. Uh, but Wolverine shows up. And when Wolverine showed up, I was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, language. The we got little kids listening to the show. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was disappointed when Wolverine showed up because I figured he was going to take over and it was going to be a Wolverine story and she was going to become a sub-character, which usually sort of happens when he shows up. I've just been really disappointed with Wolverine in general lately. I'm glad he's died. I'm glad he's going away for a while. But Here comes the hate mail. No. no. <laughs> I like the character. I've always liked the character. He was the first favorite character I had. So you, you have an overload of Wolverine but right now. I'm just overloaded. That's what it is. Anyhow... Uh, he teams up with Kamala Khan, and it's just such a lighthearted, fun team-up. I mean, the two of them are cracking jokes together, and he kind of is a mentor to her, and she's eager to learn from somebody who's so experienced. And, you know, they help protect each other. She's making jokes about him losing his healing factor. And it's just really cool. Well, you know, when she met the one guy, and she's trying to get trained, and the guy told her, uh, the Moss guy told her that uh, when the student is ready, the master will appear. And it was funny, like, I was trying to think, hey, who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? And then it was Wolverine. I was like... 
but he was drawn different too. Yeah, he had a different costume. Yeah, he, and he had the brown and yellow kind of costume, the uh, body armor that he's been wearing in the main Wolverine series. But it was cool. She knew who he was immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's, I, that's the other thing. She's a huge fangirl yes. for all the all the Avengers and superheroes in the Marvel universe. I'm going to agree with the little man Bryfi said not too long ago, and what you both said. This does have the ability to be the new Spider-Man of you know of our time. It's really good. It, it's amazing how they write this, how they use her background, uh, who she is, and how she's integrating with the rest of the superheroes. I, I I enjoy it. It's a good book. Good call. Yeah, she's she's the first unique new character that Marvel's come out with in a long time, and it's just such a fun and refreshing read. And if you're not reading it, I highly recommend going out and picking up the first trade because it should be coming out very soon. I like the fact that she's stumbling and. And learning and messing up and shrinking and going small and like, oh, oh, oh. It's just funny. So what's another one? The second book I wanted to highlight is a book called Dark Engine. That's a weirdo book, man. It's a new book from Image written by Ryan Burton and drawn by John Bivens. Mm -hmm. And basically it's kind of like a Terminator story. She's running around with a skull on her head. Well, (laughs) there's a guy who lives in a giant spire who's called the Dragon. And he has a bunch of... minions (laughs) minions <laughs> mad <laughs> we're like demons and monsters and whatnot and it's a really dark apocalyptic world everybody's miserable humanity's trying to survive you know it's the same kind of dark and gritty stuff that everybody's sort of doing now but the difference is humankind has created this thing called the dark engine and installed it into this woman and basically sent her back in time and as long as she has the dark engine inside of her she can jump from time to time She's trying to go back and fix things so they don't get to this apocalyptic point. So she goes back in time, but she overshoots it, and she ends up in the dinosaur age. And she messes some dinosaurs up. <laughs> fighting dinosaurs, and it's, it's pretty crazy. She's <laughs> she's killing stuff left and right. She's drenched in blood. She starts wearing a dinosaur skull as a helmet. It's just awesome. That was the coolest part of the book. Then it flash forwards again, and the the, the little subsect of humanity is just so, so depressed. One guy just can't even take it anymore and just jumps off a building. They're trying to really showcase how horrible the conditions are there. Mm-hmm. And then it flashes back to the girl, and she jumps forward a little bit further. She's trying to recalibrate and get to the right timeline where she can make effective change. Right. Ends up in Egypt. Yeah, this is the part that kind of messed me up a little bit. <laughs> and appears inside of a hippo uh-huh. and just explodes the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's in the water. It's like in the hippo mouth and teeth everywhere. Like, come on. And there's a sheep herder there who's just like, whoa, what was that? He said bow. He told us <laughs> on a bow or something. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, the book is good. It's a really cool kind of Terminator story. That's the best way I can put it. It's good. Uh, I'd highly recommend going and picking it up. It's one that I really enjoyed. And then the last one that I want to talk about is Last Broadcast 3. Miniseries 2, right? Uh, it's a miniseries, only seven issues. I, Last Broadcast 1 and 2 both made it in my top three. Both weeks that those came out. This one was excellent. Didn't quite crack the top three, but I'm really loving this series. And if you can find it, pick it up and read it, I highly recommend doing it. This is the one about the uh, magician who left all these codes and stuff. Basically, the secret society of, of magicians. And these kids are exploring the underground trying to find his remains and find whatever he left for people. And they uncover some really cool stuff in this particular issue. I, I really liked it. I know Zatanna showed up. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a good book. It's another good book. I mean, you, you've highlighted three really good books that people should probably pick up and check it out. Yeah. But uh, I have something for you, too. What's that? I got out of a mention. It's available on our website. Uh, it's actually the third official one that came out here today. Uh, actually, last week it was released. Uh, Horse Minions. Horse Minions number three came out. That is worth an honorable mention. And Horse Minion number four will be coming out. Uh, today. Yes, today. You'll see it out there tomorrow, probably. Chris Ryder, Horse Minion number one, one of our big fans, big supporter. He's writing a comic book, which you may or may not know about. We've been posting it on Facebook and on Twitter every once in a while whenever the... New strips come out. Yeah, little strips like the little Garfield strips in the newspaper, pretty much. 
But as you may have realized, I've updated the website recently, renovated it. It looks a lot better. It's a lot more functional than it was before. And I've included the Horseman News comics. So you can go there and read Chris's weekly comic because it's going to be a weekly strip. And they're all really funny and they're all related to the podcast. <laughs> it's got a little feng shui. He's kind of excited because we both think that this is the first comic strip that's ever evolved out of a podcast. I don't think anybody else has ever done this. So I'm kind of excited for that. I am too. And it's about me. It is. Well, <laughs> you and your minions. It's not just about you. <laughs> yeah, this last one was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this last one poked fun at Mike Lapine, who was on the show last yeah. week. So, Mike, yeah, you need to go check it out. <laughs> minion, minion number three. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I, that was my honorable mention. <laughs> So what we got next, man? Well, next you wanted to talk about the Geeky Awards. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did not get nominated. We put out two really good shows, I feel like. I listened to most of the shows that were up for consideration. I think there were 68 shows in total, and I listened to probably about 50 of them. I definitely feel like we were funnier than most of those. I don't know if we were as smart or as informative as some, as some of them, but we were definitely funnier. Uh, and maybe funny is not what the judges were looking for. I don't know. But uh, the comic book show that won was Talking Comics, which I don't know if anybody out there listens to it. I have before. It's a very long show. Their format is usually two to three hours. And it can get two really... Two to three hours? Yeah. It can get really oh, tedious. Uh, they're not... They can go a long time. <laughs> they can go a long time, that's for sure. Uh, so long you get bored. <laughs> You don't even feel it anymore. They're they're not very humorous in their show, but they're very informative. They're very smart. They know their stuff. Uh, it's just not it's not a show that I enjoy. I listen to a lot of comic book podcasts. I, I just can't get into theirs because it's so long and so tedious. Sometimes I, I do feel a little bit slighted. I feel like of the comic book shows, we were definitely in like the top three. I feel like Comic Syndicate was a really good show as well. Yeah, I agree. And if we didn't make it, I really wanted them to. Because we're, we're probably the two most unique comic book shows that were in that group. The problem I have is that the Geekies kind of only gave the nominations to established shows, shows that have been out for over a year that have a huge audience already. And none of the new guys, none of the guys that were just starting out got any kind of recognition, which I feel is kind of crappy of them. You know, I've let you talk. There's many times I wanted to jump in and go with a rant, but I'm letting you go. Continue on. No, what do you want to say? No, I was going to, well, okay. I agree with you on a couple of things you said. Number one, I felt out of the 68 podcasts that were submitted, one of the other guys said basically he should have been broken down for video and not video. Yeah, I agree with that completely. That's one thing that probably should be done in the future. You know, you can't fault him for it now. Okay, big deal. But this suggestion, you know, I do believe in my heart, deep down in my bowels of my little heart, <laughs> that we are actually, we were good enough. I think maybe we were top five, you know, Comic Syndicate in that top five. Uh, there's a few other ones in there I thought that were top five as well. The fact that you said that they don't take newer shows to give them a chance, I think, is a bunch of bullshit. And now I'm going to do this in in honor of the comic syndicate. The fucking assholes, man. They should have fucking took us from the beginning. We were fucking awesome, okay? We don't bore people to fucking sleep for three damn hours. Who gives a damn if you can talk for three hours about a comic? There's only so much you can say about Batman. Only so much you can say about Spider-Man. We, we know this. We read comics. Hello? Who cares? you got to be funny. I mean, our thing, we did episode one. We didn't gain a lot of listeners on that. <laughs> episode two. I'm pretty sure we lost a few listeners. Yeah. <laughs> they turned us off. Episode two, they probably yeah, came back and gave us a chance. We, we got better. Episode three, we got better. Episode four, episode five, we like blew up. So you got to change. You got to be funny. It's a show about comics. So you can't be all like, hi, welcome to Comical Podcast. We're going to talk to you about some of our favorite books today. I really enjoy Translucent. It's a good book about a young man and his brother, one who dies. And No, who the hell's going to listen to that? I want to put a gun to my head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. you got to take a chance on the new people. I totally agree. We're changing things. Not just us. Comic Syndicate, 
Atlas and the other guys, the the, the four Broyos. Adrian and Atlas. I think Adrian Atlas. I'm losing my forgive me, guys. There's, there's a lot of really good podcasts. Wi-Fi podcasts. There's yes. a lot of really good comedy People are changing it. Out there. Not all of them submitted to the Geekies. There was only maybe 12 comic book podcasts that were submitted to Geekies. Of those, I definitely feel like we were on the top three. Out of those top three, I think we were the funniest. Again, that may not have been what they were looking for. It, it doesn't have to be funny. A lot of people listen to stuff for information. Read a book. <laughs> they listen to stuff to hear, you know, official critics give reviews and stuff. We and I can understand read. that. You know who talks for three hours? People that want to hear themselves. Sure. I, I don't. I don't I think like talking comics should have made it. Hey, let me talk to you. Hey, Justin, how's your life been today? Are you feeling okay? Hey, Heather. Are you are you having that not so feeling fresh feel this this week? I mean, are I you? Am. I mean, I'm honestly? not feeling fresh at all. Who gives a damn? <laughs> you know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, I'm talking about how I'm not feeling fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Better fucking listen right now. I'm just saying, dude. Seriously, you gotta change the way you think. You gotta adapt to the game, and they're not adapting. If that's what you're telling me, but we don't really know. We're not in their shoes, so we don't really know. It, it looks that way. Well, they're doing what most comic book podcasts do. They talk about comic books. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the geekies. We have no idea what they're doing. We have no idea how their selection No, no, works. no. We have no idea how their selection We, we assume that they're not, because based on what we see, on all the categories, young people got left out. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot, a lot of categories, the newcomers did make it. I mean, that's not entirely true for every category. It's only for podcasts and vlogs, which, like you said before, shouldn't be together. Yeah, I totally agree. You can't. I think those are two separate things because people, if like watching a video and watching people talk and listening to people talk, are are really like different. I mean, honestly, you go back. You and I heard the uh, I heard uh, Comic Syndicate earlier. Uh, thanks, by the way, guys, for the shout out. Glad, you know what, we joke about having a brother in the show, whatnot, but I appreciate the shout out. I appreciate the love from you guys out in California. They made a damn good statement earlier, and I don't forgot what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I didn't take I my gunk baloney. <laughs> Give me one second. Son of a gun, damn it. Crap, crap, crap. <laughs> all right, the villain made a comment earlier. He basically said, if you go back and look at all the tweets and everything, the hits and everything else going out, they did the most. We were right behind him. We were like number two. Tweeting all that other crap, sending out messages all about this, hits and whatever. You even went and looked. They were one and we were two. Mm -hmm. We gave so much press to this. We were all over this. You and I both really wanted to be on this because it would have been like, wow, they actually think we're good and you know we're doing something great here. Oh, they're looking Same. at they're looking but at the people. I don't think that's the smaller, newer people. I don't think that should have any impact on whether we got picked or not. I think we should have gotten picked for the quality of our show. Oh yeah, no doubt. No, not, be, not because we help promote them or because of, of any of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but that should factor into it. I don't think so. I think it should only be about the quality of the show. Yeah. But I think our show was a better quality than the one that made it. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you is we were involved. We're interactive. It's a new year. It's a new time. You can't be stuck in the past or you will disappear. Like everything else. Like technology. If you hook onto the old stuff, eventually it's outdated and it's gone. You, me, Heather, Comical Podcast, we're new. Comic Syndicate's been out a little longer. They're new. It's going to come down sometime that some other award show is going to kick in for this kind of crap. And we're going to say, when we find, like I told you earlier today, pretty much I was to the point I became horse to grumps. I became horse depressed that, you know, we weren't good enough to make this. Are you freaking kidding me? You know, what did I say? To hell with them. We're going to go do something. We're going to go be badass, even better than what we were before. And we're going to show these people who the hell we are. And when they want us, we'll say no. See ya. We're going to go join up with the Terminator Awards or anybody else or the Butt Kiss Awards or some crap like that or the Horse Dong Awards. Who cares? I don't care what it is. I don't want to go to the Horse Dong Awards, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or the Sleazies. Or the Butt Kiss Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm just throwing things out. Is that a good enough rant? Sure.
And I kept it clean. Well, you said horse dung award. <laughs> I said horse thong. Horse thong awards. Oh, my. That's one sexy horse. I'm sorry, man. It was, it was very upsetting because I thought we deserved to be there. I thought the syndicate deserved to be there. Um, you can't be a sore loser about it, though. I mean, no, congr- no, no. I congratulated some of the people who got nominated for it. Sure. I said, congratulations. You didn't do anything to us. You know, talking comics, whatever. Congratulations. Hope you win. You know, no, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not a sore loser. I just felt, well, probably am. I felt that we were, <laughs> I felt bit. that we deserved to be there. I honestly think our body of work for 28 episodes compared to whatever, 3,000, whatever they many they have, it's quality over quantity. Yeah. And I felt we were high quality. Yeah. Just like the syndicate. Dude, I listen to the syndicate and I can't stop laughing my ass off half the damn time. One of our minions sends stuff to them all the time. I mean, a lot of our people listen to them and them to us. I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, you know he's right. I don't like that guy. <laughs> Maybe they don't like my voices. Maybe they don't like the fact that I'm Horsticles. Maybe I'll just change my name. Hey, how you doing? Hey, this is Miguel. How you doing? Doing just fine. Maybe we should talk like this from now on. I think I don't think we should change anything. I mean, because you tweeted out to one of them. Can you please tell me what we did wrong? No, no, no. I, I asked them if there's anything we could do to improve the show. Do we need a flash? <laughs> uh, I don't need to see that. Well, nobody at home would see it. They'd just hear about it. <laughs> well, y'all would see it pretty much, but that would be good. You'd be like, ah! That'd be the end of it. Blinded by the light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was disappointing. It was definitely disappointing. It was very irritating that not a single newcomer made it. So what are we going to do? We're going to go look and see who made it, go look at their stuff, and try to mimic it, take something from them no, no, and learn? No, 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 no. We're, we're show and we've definitely come up with our own format and our own bits i don't think we've really stolen from anybody i mean some of the things we do are similar to other people's but we've definitely organized and presented it in a different way earlier i thought you were trying out for the syndicate there mr (laughs) f-bomb we're not really the same as all the other comic book shows which is important i think you have to be different to stand out i think so too and i think we do stand out i think the episodes that we submitted were good episode five was not the best edited show because i was hurrying to do it because we had to leave town it was still a good show. It was still very funny. I laughed several times when we did that episode. I got a lot of good feedback about that episode. Mm-hmm. Episode 12, however, it was very well edited. It had the theme song. We had kind of established a lot of our memes and a lot of the funny stuff we, we do now. But now we know episode 26 or 24 would have been like a way better... <laughs> sure, we've had better episodes since then, but... Episode 12, Slee Stacking, was, was one of our funniest episodes at the time, and it was miles funnier than a lot of the other shows that were presented. We should have turned in the bonus pod. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's move on from this geeky's talk, because we can't change anything. All we can do is feel bad about the situation. And I don't I feel bad. I'm mad. Yeah, I don't want to feel that way anymore, though. I just want to move on from it. Don't get mad. Get glad. Get back. Sponsor. What the hell? <laughs> like you said, all we can do is keep moving forward, making our show as good as we possibly can, and accomplish things on our own. You know, the Geekies definitely helped gain us some attention. It got some people interested in the show that wouldn't have been before. It served its purpose. I said that from the beginning. I didn't expect us to win. I didn't expect us to get nominated. It would have been nice if it happened. I do feel like the new guy, the little guy, definitely got robbed since only established shows got nominated, and that's what pisses me off. It's not that we didn't make it specifically. It's that none of the little guys made it. That's what makes me mad. Last time I checked, we ain't a little. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so, so what do we got to do for the future? We got to keep those bitches laughing? That's right. We got to keep them bitches laughing. All right. That's and you know what's really funny? What? Our bonus pod. Nice. <laughs> Our bonus pod is hilarious. And... I'm saying that as somebody who listened to it about 15 times while I was editing it, 
Uh, I still makes me crack up every time I listen to it. The last bit we did on that, Miguel and I were literally falling out of our chairs, laughing so hard. Miguel had tears running down his face. You were red, and I was I was beat red. I, I was coughing. I couldn't breathe, and, and we laughed like that for like five minutes. We coined a new thing too, a new phrase. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus pod is hilarious. Heather's heard it. Her mom's heard it. A few people close to us have heard it. My wife, my daughter, and we've gotten. Tons of feedback from those people saying that this is the funniest thing we've ever done. It's just very uh, adult. It, it is. It is. It's definitely more, or it's definitely less PC than our typical show is. Uh, in order to get the bonus pod, which is a blooper pod, as I've said before, you either have to have signed up for our sponsor with Audible, right. audibletrial.com slash comical. Right. And when you do that, you get a 30-day free trial. You get one free audiobook. Cancel it whenever you want. I understand that. I mean, once you buy it and you get your booking and download it, you can cancel it the next day. Right. But you have to do it within 30 days. Otherwise, you're going to get charged. Right. And if you do like the service, it's only $15 a month to keep it. Uh, if you sign up for Audible and you get that and you send me the email to comicalpodcast at gmail.com, when the bonus episode comes out on the 23rd, I'll send you the link to download it. And don't forget, not only are we just in there being idiots and a lot of bloopers and everything else and a lot of crazy stuff, that we actually talk before each section, and so we give our own insight on it and afterwards and whatnot. And plus, later tonight and maybe tomorrow and sometime the rest of this week, we're going to be doing songs that we promise that will be on the bonus pod as well. Right. The songs will go along with it. Uh, the Merman and Beastman singing karaoke and whatnot. It's going to be pretty funny. Yep. Yeah, you should definitely sign up for Audible. There are a few other ways to get the bonus pod. Number one is to sign up with our new sponsor, which is tweakedaudio.com. You go to their website, you buy a pair of headphones, and their headphones are awesome, by the way. Oh, yes, they are. We got a couple pairs in the mail from them, and we checked them out. Uh, the two kinds we got were the Parkour 2, which yeah. Miguel's been using. Mm-hmm. Parkour! They're noise-canceling headphones. They have great sound quality. Uh, they have a little button that can pause songs or whatever and switch them back on and they off. They got the bass. Uh, they also have a microphone, so you can make calls, receive calls. And the sound is just clear. It's it was so, awesome. It's so nice. You know what's so awesome about that? that? Is I was actually listening to the music and I was coughing. I couldn't even hear myself coughing. Yeah, the noise canceling function is great. The only reason I knew is because I was shaking. <laughs> the other kind that we got is the California. California. Which is the style that I took. And that style has a lot more bass and a lot more oomph to the music. It still has the uh, noise canceling function, but it has a little higher range on what kind of music it can produce. And honestly, I, I've been using the same pair of noise-canceling Sonys for about five years. These are better than my Sonys. Oh, yeah. I heard them. You let me try them. I was like, these are really good. That's saying something. Oh, so actually, anyhow, <laughs> you go to uh, tweakedaudio.com and mm-hmm. use the promo code COMICAL, and you get one-third off the cost of your order. You also get free worldwide shipping, which is a great deal. Free uh, worldwide to Cal- shipping. To get the California-style headphones, which are the ones that's that I was just talking good. about, it's only $16 and change. And that's cheap for a pair of headphones. And you're not going to pay for shipping. That's it. Yeah, $16 and change. And they're better than my freaking Sonys. How about the wood ones that were on there? The wood wood color? Oh, my gosh. They even have higher end ones than the ones we've been trying out. But honestly, this is a legitimately good company. The headphones they make are quality. They're they're flat cables, so they don't tangle up. They're noise canceling. They're coming a bunch of different colors and styles. You can get whatever you feel is going to be best suited for your ear. And the sound quality is just superb. Don't forget, they give you a little pouch that gets a little black pouch you can stick your headphones in, and they also have the extra little head pieces in case everything comes off or you need yeah, to you replace can customize one. Customize it so they fit your ears perfectly. Oh yeah, they're great. I mean, this is a great sponsor. It's great. I love the stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. So definitely, that's one way to get the bonus pod. Go support us by buying a pair of headphones. You'll be happy. Them. You'll be definitely be happy. Uh, tweakedaudio.com and the promo code is comical. No longer do you have to worry about those headphones fraying and going to part and one ear not working. They're super good. Guarantee and, and, you. You know, our podcast sounds great on them. Yes, they do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice plug. So that goes along with it. 
Yes. Yes. Nice. But there's another way. There's even one more way to get it. And Make it selfies? <laughs> well, actually, there's two ways. Okay. Spence. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff for the show. We're planning on traveling to the, the, the Alamo City Comic Con in September. We're going to the Houston Con in August. Uh, we still need a few things for those. we got to make more flyers. Mm-hmm. we got to buy another digital recorder. Yep. Uh, we need more memory. We need battery charge packs for our phones because they constantly die when we go to these things. We need them to take pictures and tweet and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Basically, we want to do as good a coverage as we possibly can at these things. And it costs money to buy all this stuff. Yeah, you don't want to sit down on the floor like we did the last time charging <laughs> up phones. We lost time. <laughs> we definitely lost time. So we're asking people, if you like the show, if you want to support us, you want to help us out, there's two ways you can do that. Number one, go to our website, click the link, donate directly through PayPal. Really simple. If you donate anything through our PayPal link, I will send you the bonus episode when it is available. That's, that's as simple as it can be. The other way is to sign up for our Patreon site which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash comical podcast. There you go. Alcoholics? <laughs> Hire Patron. And basically what Patreon is, is it's a site kind of like Kickstarter for creators that put out weekly or monthly or reg- just on a regular schedule content. And you can choose a donation. You can donate one, three, five, ten, or $15 per episode. And it'll charge you. You can set a maximum limit. So if you only want to pay $10 a month, you can only pay $10 a month. And it helps us out. Every time we put out an episode, we make a little money. If all of our listeners would go out there and sign up and just set up for a dollar an episode, that would help us tremendously. In no time at all, we'd be able to afford the things we need for this. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one other way to do it, and that's another way to get some other bonus stuff. And you can go look at our Patreon site and see some of the other benefits and bonus things you can get by signing up that way. Uh, the, the top end one is actually really cool because you're going to get a special thank you card from all of us. Plus, I'm going to send you a copy of the He-Man and our Christmas special so you can tweet along with us for the live tweet nice. in December. Oh, yeah? They got the same man my glory. <laughs> that's right. And there may even be some more special rewards coming. So if you can do one of those things to support us, we would greatly appreciate it. And when the bonus episode comes out, you'll get a copy of it. And people, please understand, the money we're asking for, we're not lining our pockets. We are actually really using it. If you notice, at Comapalooza, we did a show every day. And we played no the same thing. And no one else really did that. I mean, we literally interviewed tons of people, walked around, took pictures, did this, did that constantly. We didn't really get to enjoy ourselves, you know, per se, have our own time because we were busy doing all this stuff. And we actually came, did some stuff with it here, just and edit it and got it out the next morning. So that's what we plan on doing at every con we go to. I mean, we're committed to it. That's why these people are giving us passes to get in because I don't. no one else is going to say, look, we will do this, this, and this for you. And that's why we need the battery backups for our phones. That's why we need the extra stuff to walk around and make sure we give you the best show. We definitely want to give you the best show we possibly can. Yeah. A little passion. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the show. Let's let's stop plugging everything. But just a reminder, that's that's do any of those things and you'll get the bonus episode. And I guarantee you want to get a copy of the bonus episode. It's hilarious. It better not get out there on the website. Somebody take it. You know, some, um, some illegal download. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, we're going, hey, you know, when that happens to us, and we can honestly say we made it. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably true. People We've been pirated. Stuff. <laughs> We've been pirated. We made it, man. Well, speaking of hilarious things, uh, it's time for a segment called Tell Me a Funny Story. And this week, it's Heather's turn. Hooray. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> She's so excited. <laughs> she just can't hide it. Come on, come on, like come on. I think I like it. <laughs> nice. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I know that song right. Anyway, well, I don't I don't know if this is funny or not, but I, I think I always say that. And whenever you tell I think your your funny story about yourself, you think it's funnier than it really is in real life, I think. Does anybody feel that way? I do feel. I know what you're saying. 
like you tell someone else and they're like, really? That was funny. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you class and you're like cracking up. You're like, that was freaking awesome. What do you mean? And, and then you tell a story you think is like not even funny. And then they like are dying laughing at you. So uh, since we were talking about names and introductions in the beginning, I thought it would be appropriate to tell a story about how I changed my name once. I was, gosh, how old was I? I was probably six. And um, we were out with some family friends and eating. And I decided that I wanted to change my name to uh, Kelly Ryder. I don't know why, but it stuck. So I went to school and told everybody that my name was Kelly Ryder and that uh, I was going to work at Dairy Queen. So I changed my name and even my aspirations. So that's pretty much it. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) The DQ? The DQ. And my name was Kelly Ryder. Interesting. Yeah, because you know when you're a kid, they do those questionnaires. They ask you what you like, want to be when you grow up. Yeah, like, like what do you want to be when you grow like, up? Fireman. Uh, I said I wanted to be a janitor, so I've definitely come a lot further. Oh, than boy. Oh, good match. I'm working a Dairy Queen, and you're mopping the floor, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Funny, my sister actually told them that she wanted to be the Easter Bunny. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know if I ever, ever took that. Actually, I'd, I'd take that back. <laughs> I wanted to be a superhero. Really? That fought the devil on a daily basis and won. <laughs> Don't ask me what the hell's wrong with me. Horse to Jesus? Horse to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Angel Cleese. <laughs> Angel Cleese. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I wanted to be a superhero. Hmm. Well, I want, actually, I wanted to save lives. So it made me think along the line, maybe I wanted to be like a firefighter or a policeman or, like a doctor. or some, some crap like that. And then, then somewhere along the lines, of, I felt it would be badass to be a DE agent. Oh, that's cool. So, I'd love to take somebody. And I was, what I, happened? <laughs> obviously, you know. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, they didn't want to give you that job. <laughs> Apparently, when you have uh, emotion, it's kind of bad to be a police officer. <laughs> you might uh, pistol whip uh. somebody or pop a cap in somebody's ass. Bust a cap in somebody's ass. <laughs> I'm busting, and you know I me, mean? I'll be busting caps 24-7. Busting caps. <laughs> you just moved to Chicago or something, you've been fine. <laughs> I, work, I work for Chicago. <laughs> busting caps and bitches. That's right. <laughs> Keep on getting, bu- no, that's never mind. <laughs> That's not gonna work. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. My aspirations were Dairy Queen. I, I, uh, Make my I can... smoothie, bitch. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm not gonna make any ice cream. <laughs> oh, not smoothie. Excuse me. It's a blizzard. A blizzard. Yeah, still right. screwed. Turn yeah, that I shit can't... upside down. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, my... I, can, I can manage your money. I, I can do that. Uh, not my own, but somebody else's. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my daughter worked at Dairy Queen. She got skills. Ain't she, nothing wrong with that. She make them. She make them that. blizzards. People have to do what you have to do. There's nothing wrong with working a Dairy Queen or being yeah. a janitor, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she was 16. <laughs> I worked in retail. Uh, uh, uh. It was a shitty world. Never <laughs> <laughs> we go back Tough. to poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We've come full circle then. No, we always come back to poop. <laughs> you want to be a janitor. To Apparently, you're going to clean it up. Yeah, I guess so. That's what I do. I edit. <laughs> I don't have any 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 more funny shit stories. Well, do you have any other funny stories you wanted to tell? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell the story. It's 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 semi funny. I don't know, maybe not. Someone will probably say, "What the hell? That's not funny either." So, <laughs> when I got my first car, um, it was a Mustang, little four banger Mustang. It was awesome. Got like great gas mileage. It's like a ninety five, whatever. I was so excited. I was twenty one and I had a car. No, when I was 16, I did not get one, but when I was 21, I did. Well, that car caught on fire while I was driving. Luckily, I wasn't injured, and everything was okay. The fire department came. They saved me. Yay. The end. Well, I started working at a private school, and I took the kids on a field trip. And, of course, what do you think happened? The bus caught on fire. 
Holy shit, I'm never riding with you anywhere. <laughs> She's a fire okay, starter. I am a fire starter. But, <laughs> but to be fair, the kids were not on the bus. They were they were inside waiting. Actually, we were finished at the museum. I'd taken them on a field trip during the summer to the museum. And we had finished. So I had gone out to get the bus to pull it around, and one of the other chaperones was waiting with the kids. There were only like 14, 15 kids. So it wasn't like, you know, too many students. So I get on the bus... As soon as I start the bus, I hear a pop, and then I smell fire. You, you know, you just you just smell fire. You know, like something's burning. So you, you stepped like, on the gas. <laughs> no, no, I did not step on the gas. I turn the bus off, and I'm like, "She's a ghostwriter." <laughs> no. Yeah. So I turn it off. I turn off, you know, the engine or whatever, and I'm like, "Shit, I think the bus is on fire." All of a sudden, I see smoke, and I'm like, "Oh crap." The bus. The bus. The, <laughs> the bus, bus is, is on, on fire. fire. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so. So I get off the bus. I go around. You know those little, like, um, indicator lights on the sides, on the top, on the roof yes. of the bus? They're, like, yellow. Okay? Yes. And they're not very big. They're maybe, like, three inches long and, you know, maybe a couple inches wide or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Okay, well, one of those had popped. Okay, I see these flames coming up about maybe 25 feet from, like, I don't know. It was it, it was it was tall enough to be reaching up to the tree that I was parked next to that happened to be holding... A nest of endangered birds. You killed some birds? <laughs> I almost lit birds on fire. Cause the, cause the He's hitting up. <laughs> Boom, shagalaya. <laughs> Take the eggs and run. No, so so anyway, I, I almost killed endangered birds because oh my one of these gosh. tiny little indicator lights had caught fire. And then I had to call the fire department and all the parents and they had to come. So the only person that was injured was a bird, not any people, thank God. But. No bus was armed in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. He was only endangered by the bus. No, the bus. <laughs> yeah, so so I don't know how funny those stories were, but there you go. Stories of my, my so-called life. Car burns up. Bus burns up. Were you ever investigated? <laughs> hey, just, it wasn't me. Insurance fraud? <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Neither did the school, and we still have the bus. The bus got fixed. It was fine. So. Uh huh. That's the bus you wanted to move stuff with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, horse Jesus. I don't know. My, my stories aren't that funny. That's all I got. That's funny enough. It was pretty meh. It was pretty meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all kind of meh tonight. It's been a depressing sort of week. Yeah, it has. When someone sticks a camera down your stomach, it ain't no fun. No. So how did that feel, Justin? <laughs> I personally like it going in from the other end. Whoa! Whoa! Oh my gosh! But you know, I have to say that that met, that uh, whatever Diabetes. the propofol that they give you to put you to sleep is quite good. It's pretty fan freaking tastic. Uh. You go out like within a snap. They say take two deep breaths by the. Breath, a half a breath, you're like seeing white, and you are gone. I thought you said two deep breaths. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, that's not. How does that work? That's <laughs> <laughs> not how it works. So, if uh, anybody's terrified of going and getting like a colonoscopy or an endoscopy, don't be worried about it. You'll be just fine. I didn't know we were talking about getting checked rectally. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it always comes back to poop, don't you know? And no. <laughs> you gotta make sure that shit's clean, man. No. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta make sure you're cleaned out. Huh. Got no polyps up in there. <laughs> Dingleberries hanging on for life. It's called a wet nap. It's <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> Sounds like yours. Alrighty then. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, there was some comic book news this week. Let's talk about that. Okay. The first thing yes. is uh, it was announced this week that Thor is going to be a woman going forward. He's having a change? He's not having a sex change. That would be a little awkward. Yeah. God of Thunder is like, I'm tired of being a man. <laughs> Thordicles? No. They, they've shown images. It's a female Thor. Uh, it's not going to be Thorita or Mrs. Thor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thor. Why is it got to be Thorita? <laughs> These are Jason Aaron's words. Oh, nice. He, he posted that it's not going to be... Thordale? <laughs> like, uh... Thorlisha? <laughs> oh, you racist bastards. Thor... You stole my thunder. That's happening a lot tonight. <laughs> it's not going to be a uh, secondary character that is a female version of Thor. Not like Namorita, for example. <laughs> oh my god. It could be Thor Ronda. Is a female version of Namor. It's going to be Thor. And the book title is literally going to be only Thor. There's they can no, change that book. There's no subtitle or anything. Let me pitch something real quick here before you go on that even further. You're talking about Thor is not going to be Thor anymore. Now it's going to be woman Thor, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know what Thor does, right? Thor goes out, drinks beer, has fun, makes love, has sex. So when female Thor goes out, drinks beer, has <laughs> makes love, has sex, she's no longer Thor. She's whore? That's right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're going there with me. <laughs> See? I already beat you to it. That's right. You stole my thunder. I did. I stole it back, bitch. <laughs> it's it's going to be a completely different character. It's not that Thor, the character, is going away. It's just that he loses his hammer. Say it again. Thor. Say Thor one more time. Thor? That's not how you said it earlier. You were like, Thor. <laughs> I kind of liked the way you said it. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> turn you on? Thor. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, you just said, no, you, you gave it like a badass sound to it, really. Thor. Yeah. No, <laughs> not in Beastman voice. <laughs> Beastman, get out of here. Take <laughs> your time yet. It's not that Thor is going away. Mm-hmm. Thor himself is still going to exist, and he's going to be a Hercules kind of character. He's going to be a super strong Asgardian god. So the Sentinel can come down and rip him in half? But he's, yeah, maybe. But he's no longer going to have Mjolnir. The woman, whoever she is, is going to have the Mjolnir. And if you remember the inscription on the on the hammer. He must be worthy. It says, whoever is worthy shall be Thor. Or mm-hmm. shall have the power of Thor. Right. So whoever the female is, it's a... Blonde-haired woman. That's really all we know. We've seen some images. So you tell me, Thor lost his worthiness. Thor loses his worthiness somehow. So, it's oh, I had a joke about this. Off and he grows a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not going to be that that he changes sex. It's going to be that somebody else who is a female picks up Mjolnir. That, that's a sex change. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anybody. Thor lost know. his hammer. Damn. That's like Austin Powers losing his mojo. <laughs> I lost my mojo, baby. So. Yeah, we had a discussion earlier, so we're not acting all stupid here. You think it's going to be Angela. I do think it's going to be Angela. I'm telling you it's going to be Captain Marvel. Why do you think that? I think it's going to be Captain Marvel because if you look at the hair, you look how it's drawn. I looked at Captain Marvel's last book, and if you look how her hair is, it looks almost identical like the one of the new Thor. So that's why they I – don't put me – I believe it could be Angela. It really could be, considering she's Thor's sister. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, original sin's happening. Angela's come back to the world – uh, she just found out about her brother. She just found out that she's the daughter of Odin. And Thor and Loki have gone seeking the world where she came from, the Tenth Realm. So you think that's what happens? Thor goes in the Tenth Realm and loses Mojo there, and that's why he can't carry because he crossed where he wasn't supposed to go and Loki took him? That's possible. Another possibility is that Angela challenges him. She comes back. She meets Odin. She says, I want my birthright. I want to be, you know. Screw you guys. I'm taking my hammer. Right, basically. I think she shows up, she challenges Thor, she kicks his ass, and she takes his hammer. There's no way in hell that could possibly happen. If that happens, people are going to quit reading Thor. Exactly. If she whoops his ass to take his hammer, 
yeah, that's that, that's, that that's pretty damn happen. bad. Now, if it's because Loki took him out into that realm and he shouldn't have gone and some stuff like happens, I can see that. Some crap that happened in the original Sin or something happened when he was fighting, when he sent his hammer through the thing to beat the uh, the people that build the world, the builders, what the hell, the one he killed, or if there's repercussions from that, I could see that. I could see where they would do it. I don't remember. I'm not being a sexist here. I have no problem with a female Thor. But I guarantee you this, they're not going to punk her because if they punk her the way they do the man Thor right now, people will be pissed. That's what I'm saying. Man Thor always, man Thor, man Thor always <laughs> seems to lose. I could totally see Angela, as badass as she's been since she entered the Marvel Universe, coming up and whooping the shit out of him and Is taking Mandor his hammer. Is Mandor a new character? <laughs> well, she's I hanging just out. want to know. Well, she's hanging out with the Guardians. She's hanging out with Gamora. So right. she's learned how to be all vicious and everything. Well, she already had that. That's nothing new. It's just Gamora likes her because she is that way. And she's has Guardians. I don't... That's because she's hanging with the Guardians, dude. I guess anytime you hang out with Rocket, you become a badass. I think she was a badass before. I mean, well, she, she's half Angel and she's half as Guardian. She's got to be ridiculously powerful. We haven't seen her come up against an opponent that really challenges her yet. Everybody they fought has been like idiot random aliens, and they've just crushed them. She hasn't been challenged. No, she has not been challenged. <laughs> her, her and Gamora have just been whooping ass across the galaxy, which is great. But when she fights Thor, it's going to be a knockdown drag out, because you know what's coming, because she's pissed. Whatever she saw from the Watcher's eye pissed her the fuck off. But not against Thor. I don't think Thor. she's going to fight Thor. She's pissed at the All-Father. But keep in mind now, it's the All-Mother. So maybe the All-Mother just decides, hey, in my wise decision, because you caused it, hey, maybe it is, because he caused that crap down on Braxton, maybe that's why she she strips him. Those kind of stories happen all the time where the wrong person gets blamed. She can show up, Loki can misdirect her to make him believe that it's Thor's fault, and she goes after Thor. There's a lot of things that could happen that can end up with the two of them clashing, which is what I fully expect to happen. I can also see the fact that maybe... The All-Mother is really upset with what happened with Broxon, and so she strips Thor. And maybe Thor makes Thor happy because he can go back down to Earth and be there where he wants to be. Because he likes, he wants to be there. He has that thing against Roxon, so, you know, who knows? They, they go with it so many ways. We'll have to wait and see. Well, but uh, I'll probably like it. I'm not going to hate it. Angela is a badass. I'm interested to check it out. No matter who it is, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Angela is a badass. I mean, it's been done before, but that's not to say they won't do it good again. Because Jason Aaron's been doing such a good job with Thor. I have no doubt that he's going to do a great job with a female Thor as well. Cool. Uh, the other big news is that Captain America is no longer going to be Steve Rogers going forward. Apparently what's been going on in that book is that he got his uh, super soldier serum sucked out of his body. <laughs> yeah, he lost his mojo too. <laughs> Why is everybody losing their mojo? I don't know. It sounds dirty the way it happened. Mojo, mojo, But apparently Sam Wilson is taking up the mantle of Captain America. The Falcon. The Falcon is actually going to become Captain America, which is... Interesting. That's kind of cool. The Falcon is is kind of cool character. He doesn't get a lot of runs sometimes, but he's Captain America's guy. You know, he's right hand man. Yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, and he's also like a stand up kind of guy. I can see it. My question is: Is he going to be a Captain America that can fly, or is he going to be like a grounded? Is he going to like give up the wings to take on the Captain America suit? That's what I'm curious. Who's going to be Falcon, Bucky? (laughs) I imagine the Falcon character will just disappear temporarily, unless he gives his wings to somebody else. I don't have a problem with that. I'll be okay. Steve Rogers is going to be who now? He's a shriveled up old man. Oh, he's getting old. Okay, that's what it is. Oh, that's right, because he lost the serum. They sucked out his mojo, and he shrunk into an old man. That's right. He went back to who reverted. That's horrible. So they're probably going to kill him off. He's going to die of old age. Nobody ever stays dead in the Marvel Universe. He's going to... Okay, I see it now. He's going to come back and haunt his... He's going to die off as an old man, but he's going to come back to the time as a young man again and take his mantle back. Probably. down the road. Probably something like that. So it's it's something to give Falcon a little bit more run. A little bit more oomph. And that's not bad, because Falcon was pretty badass in the movie. Yeah. 
I thought he was pretty good in the movie. And I like the character who they chose to play Falcon. He's pretty badass in the comics, too. Yeah, I mean, I got a problem. That's one of my boys' favorite characters. So this is all good. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with any changes. You got to make changes. I do hate things can't stay the same, right? No, they can't stay the same. I do hate the problem what they did with Superior Spider Man, but you know, hey. <laughs> They're bringing him back, too. We already said that. That's right. Bring him back. Yeah. And leave him here. <laughs> for the for the Spider Verse uh, crossover that's going to happen. That's going to be insane. I don't. I can't read it. Why? Too many spiders. <laughs> <laughs> There's spiders everywhere. Spider Hitler. <laughs> I, I forgot about your fear there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a big fan of Spider Man 2099. Yeah, it was good. Latino. Irish. Uh, they announced today also there's going to be a uh, Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles crossover. Hell yeah. <laughs> I haven't been reading a lot of, I don't read a lot of franchise books from IDW. I don't read Transformers or G.I. Joe or Transformers versus G.I. Joe or, right. and like I, I just, I don't. I mean, I like the cartoons from back in the 80s. I've been a big fan of a lot of those franchises for a long time, but for some reason the comics just haven't really appealed to me. Uh, but this one, is so strange and such an unusual pairing that I, I kind of really want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ninja Turtles. Apparently. <laughs> Dude, is Vigo going to be in there? It's Vigo. Oh, man. That'd be, that'd be amazing if Vigo. Vigo's like the villain. Vigo teams up with the Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, what's his name, the museum curator becomes a foot soldier. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> so instead of Casey Jones, we got... Sigourney Jones. <laughs> Oscar became Casey Jones. <laughs> the bathtub is the villain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think it's going to be great because, obviously, who doesn't love Ghostbusters? Yeah, who doesn't love Ninja Turtles? It's such a weird pairing, though, and I'm really excited to see what they do. Slimer's going to hang out with the turtles? Hell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Master Splinter going to teach Slimer how to fight? Slimer keeps eating Michelangelo's pizza. I bet that's a joke they use. They probably, yeah, yeah. probably so. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's interesting. That's gonna, I'll definitely have to pick it up and read it. I'll probably and read I thought it. that was some interesting news. That's nice. Uh, the last thing, comic news, that I saw right before we started po- uh, podcasting, uh, Alish Cott, his book Zero, got picked up for a TV series. Really? Yeah. That book is crazy. I know. That book is just like, what? <laughs> it's such a cool spy novel. That's where man. it came from, man. Hashtag the arm. That is where hashtag the arm came from. That first conversation with Steve Orlando. It's <laughs> such an unusual book. It's a really good spy novel on the surface, but then underneath there's all these different elements uh, of him rebelling against the people that are trying to train him, falling in love even though he's told he's not allowed to, uh, the directors are having their little affair, Whatever he does in the future somehow like obliterates mankind and ends up with these weird aliens coming to take over. Ah, you're taking the scene from where he's sitting on the chair and that guy's <laughs> creeping up behind him and you see the aliens in the water. Like, what the hell? I mean, you think it's going to be a grounded series that has no supernatural aspects, but then as time goes by, you see all this crazy stuff that you just didn't expect to be there. The fighting with the android, the robot, or whatever it was in the building. And it really takes you by surprise. I, I think it's going to be an amazing TV series. Who's carrying it? AMC? I don't know yet. It's, it's been optioned. So uh, we'll get more news, I'm sure, as that goes on. But I just saw that today. Alex Cop posted it on Facebook. I'm pretty excited about it because, you know, I love that series. Yeah, that book is good. It's really good. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. Wow. We've got some great TV to watch coming up here soon. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> you know, we have 75 shows to watch now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how it usually is. <laughs> hey, he's reading 70, He's reading 60 books and watching 75 shows. How does he do it? He's divorced, man. Hashtag no, no sleeping podcast. <laughs> So, All right, man, so give me some more news. That's pretty much it for the news. Uh, I do have to say that, or I have to remind everybody that we have the Houston Con coming up in August. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to remind everybody that you love me. 
I love you, man. They, 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 can hear, they can hear more about that on the bonus episode. There you go. <laughs> See, I'll segue for you. There's a lot of funny stuff on the bonus episode, and you are doing yourself a great disservice if you don't help us out in some way and get a hold of it. Yeah. Yes. Get the bonus pod. <laughs> do it. And the way you do it, just to remind everybody, you can do it by buying some headphones at tweakedaudio.com using mm-hmm. code COMICAL. You can sign up for audibletrial.com slash comical. You can sign up to support us through our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash comicalpodcast. Or you can donate directly on our website, which is comicalpodcast.com. There you go. Uh, also, like I mentioned before, I did update the website, so I'd really appreciate it if I get some feedback about that. Uh, if you go check it out and you like it or you don't like it or you think I should change something, let me know. Uh, I'm curious to see what people think about the new layout. That's cool. Yeah, kick it in, people, because like you just said before we interrupted you, we're on our way to the Houston Con. That's right. We're going to the Houston Con. They, they're still announcing guests. They haven't announced a whole lot of people yet, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to go to another con. Three to four days of shows again. Yeah. Here we go again. <laughs> I just don't want to get sick. I, I hope you don't get sick this time. Is George R. Brown? No, this one's actually being held at a Hilton in Houston. Oh, okay. So we can like get a room and like, at a sleep Hilton if we have to. At <laughs> Hilton or... Hilton it's going to be the Hilton right next to George R. Brown. <laughs> That's horrible. We'd be that lucky. <laughs> I'll give you more info as we get closer. All righty. Well, good job. Okay. And then after that? Uh, I just want to remind everybody to follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash comical podcast. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at comical podcast. Miguel is at comical podcast too. And Heather is at comical podcast three. We also need iTunes okay. reviews and Stitcher reviews. So if you're listening to us on either one of those platforms, please do us a favor and leave us a good review. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did change my name. I went from comical podcast to a comical podcast to... To basically what one of my minions called me. So I changed it to Lord Horsticles. Nice. <laughs> or Horsticles? No. <laughs> Way to touch into the joke, but no. <laughs> yeah, read, read this week's comic on our website. Uh, it's about Lord Horsticles, and I think you'll get a laugh out of it. Well, that's cool, man. You know, it's good that minion number one is right now. I'm glad he's having fun. I hope we're not taxing him by doing it every week. But I think he actually enjoys doing it. So yeah. shout out to Million Number One. Give him his handle out, please. Give him a shout out. Yeah, it's Baron Kreider on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. and his name's Chris Ryder, and he's he's a great dude. Yes, sir. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's freaking awesome. And he's starting to include the Onion Minions now into the strip as well. Yeah, we already said that. Yeah, I want to be included. No one ever includes me. Are you a minion or are you a chimmy? I'm an in betweeny. <laughs> I keep the peace. <laughs> We'll have to come up with a new identity for Heather so she can be a character in your strip. Yeah, and I don't want to be Kelly Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> she'd, be the, she'd be the D-Cuny. <laughs> D-Queenie? <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right either. That goes into another <laughs> realm of... Sub D. Q. <laughs> maybe maybe you do end up working at Dairy Queen, you know, in this alternate reality. <laughs> I pray I pray to God that I don't. There'll be some angry... Kelly husband. Ryder is his, uh, is his nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Kelly Ryder teams up with the mailman. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than one. Yikes. So anyways, check that out. He's uh, got a lot of work cut out for him now. <laughs> you got anything else? I got nothing else, man. Keep on laughing, bitches. <laughs>